I'm Dr. Banks. I'm a psychiatrist. How have things been going with you? I didn't know who he was or what he did. He just swept me off my feet. And I told him I would wait for him. I want to have a life with my husband. <laughs> she didn't just have the rug pulled from under her. She had the home, the husband, with her entire life gone. Who wouldn't be depressed? What do we do? I honestly believe medication will help you. Prozac, Wellbutrin, Effexor. Maybe she's a candidate for one of these newer meds, the Blixa. I hope these things work. Whoever makes this drug is going to be rich. It's making it easier for you to be who you are. <laughs> you remember this beautiful lady? She looks amazing. She's doing well. Em, it's the middle of the night. What are you doing? Are you awake? She walks in her sleep. It's a side effect. 911, what's your emergency? I need help. I just had no idea this was going on. In my opinion, you are a victim. You know I'm not crazy. She had no history of violence. We need to ask you to step off the sound. What does that mean? I just want to know what happened. She's very attractive. Would you have treated her differently if she was a man? Emily, what is going on? I don't understand why this is happening. They're naming me. Resign from the case. Step I off. I can't do that. But who can see the lies? That's why I have to make this work. I would never be here if it weren't for that. I have to prove everything. <laughs> I want my life back! She wanted to stay on it. She was feeling better. Isn't she sick? I thought sick people sometimes make things up. In some instances, death may occur. We watched Side Effects. That's really bad. Yeah, with the greatest living actor in Hollywood today, Channing Tatum. This is Fanning Tatum. I am your host, Cody Garnett. I'm the other person on the podcast, Clayton Missing. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, we watched Side Effects from 2003. Uh, that was 2013. one. 2013, sorry, yes. Um, that was one of the taglines. The other taglines were, one pill can change your life. Which I but get. Limitless took that yeah. away from him. Actually, you're right. Isn't that the exact same tagline? Probably. I assume so. And then this Also, Limitless is just about meth, I always thought. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, anyway, that's neither here nor there. But. The movie was fine. Definitely didn't warrant a television show. That was weird. I know. Now The Equalizer is a television show. Oh, yeah. I never saw that movie, though. Yeah. And I love Queen Latifah. So maybe... I'm not going to watch that show. Who am I kidding? Um, and then this is your Insanity on Drugs, which is just a wild... I mean, they're they're so bad. Yeah, really not needed. A tagline? Yeah, I don't think we ever need to hear one. Do you think every? I mean, movie? I like them for the podcast, but I'm saying like, what? What has that changed? <laughs> if you're going to see a movie or not? Oh no, definitely not. I wouldn't yeah. think so. Do you think every single movie has a tagline? I think every movie poster has a quote on it. Yeah, or not a like a quote, but like a. Tagline doesn't feel like the, the right word sometimes. Because sure. sometimes it'll just say Wonder Woman, 
Am I right? <laughs> 1984. Uh, right? That's oh, what it be, is. I love to talk about that movie on this podcast. I haven't but, seen it. Is Tatum in it? No. Mm. <laughs> he is. I, I texted you yesterday. He is uh, the voice of George Washington in an upcoming film that they're filming right now, which is great. I've also, I was going to send a thing to you. There's a rumor that they're remaking The Bodyguard with him and Cardi B. Oh. Which I'm like, that's not no. true. That's just simply not <laughs> going to happen. There's Listen, no way. I think Cardi B is a pretty talented uh, rapper, but I don't think I could sit through a film with her in it. That sounds annoying. Very annoying. I just. The built-in audience to make, you make a remake because there's a built-in audience, except for Twenty One Jump Street, which you do for I don't know why. Oh shit! Jonah Hill was like, I don't need that much money, and Channing said he'll do it probably. <laughs> but the Bodyguard is like, who's I don't know why you remake the Bodyguard. But you bring up twenty like forty years old. You bring up Twenty One Jump Street, and that makes me wonder if they would do like a buddy version of Ju- 21 Jump Street that is hilarious. I never saw the or, uh, the Bodyguard. I never saw the original I was going to say, I was like, Cody, they did that. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's called 21 Jump Street. Right. But they do the same thing, but with the Bodyguard. They make it a comedy. <laughs> I never saw the Bodyguard. I don't think it's for me, probably. Um, uh, Whitney Houston sings that song. I knew that. And I know Kevin Costner is in it, correct? Robin Hood he himself? the Bodyguard. Oh, he's also the Robin Hood in the yep, movie. With his weird accent. The Robin Hood. I loved that movie as a kid. I never saw it again, though. Remember in 2013? When Steven Soderbergh made a movie? Ah, yes, <laughs> and it was called Side Effects. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you didn't see Side Effects, it's... Uh, nice to meet you, everyone. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't think anybody saw it. It made a $67 million box office, which, out of its $30 million budget, I think that 67 has uh, been bumped up quite a bit. I don't think <laughs> it, I'd, like, I'd always seen this movie. It's, for some reason, it's just, it seems like the perfect like movie to stream. Like It was always suggested to me. Yeah. And uh, I guess rightfully so, because I don't know, I thought it was fine. Right. Like, it seems to fall in line with like a lot of things I'm, I like about movies. To be but... honest, out of the Soderbergh movies we've watched so far, which we have two more? Has Tatum been in two more? Logan Lucky and... Make, not Magic Mike XL. Uh... Maybe I was counting Magic Mike XL. Or Double XL, whatever it's called. I think this is probably my favorite of all of them. I liked it way more than Haywire. I probably liked it a little bit more than Magic Mike. But I think they're pretty, pretty... I mean, I don't think I'll ever watch either one of them ever again. I think Magic Mike has the highest ceiling and lowest floor for me. And then this one is like... It's just kind of like a B-minus the whole time. I agree. Yes. I was uh, genuinely um, curious to what was going to happen. It kept me interested. And I didn't, yeah. I didn't think the shots were all up its own ass real hard. <laughs> I did, did you notice everything was fucking yellow again, though? No. Oh, dude, a You bunch. got a weird TV. No way, dude. The, I mean... Listen, he's got a. He's I watched got, it on Apple TV. I didn't watch it on Plex. I wa- I didn't watch it on Plex either because we haven't had the Plex movies for a while. That's okay. what I think is funny. You said it's perfect. Uh, it's a it's a perfect streaming movie, and it's the first one I've paid for. <laughs> but uh, I I, I uh, rented it from YouTube because I I try not to watch Amazon. Try not to spend money on Amazon. I, I gave my money to Apple. Yeah, yeah. Apple is better than Amazon. Maybe I don't know. Who am I? Who don't fucking care? What, what what trillion dollar company is <laughs> gonna be morally right? Hundred percent of the time. Anyway, uh, uh, yeah, yellow. I don't. What? So yeah, some of it was very yellow. Not every shot, and that's why I don't think my TV's messed up because I remember catching it. I was like, oh, okay. I even wrote it down. I don't here know. Somewhere. I am mildly colorblind, but it's mostly about like oranges and reds and pinks. That spectrum. I didn't realize you were mildly colorblind. Weird. It's mild. I yeah. literally like kind of lost a job for it once. Really? Because we had to color code a bunch of stuff. And it was like, <laughs> I didn't go to school for anything medical or 
biology. This was just like a nighttime job. I don't know how I got it at a medical pathology <laughs> laboratory. <laughs> what is this, Resident <laughs> Evil 4? Yeah. I literally worked there, and you had to sort things, and they were all color-coordinated. And they were like, why are you fucking this up all the time? <laughs> and I was like, I think I'm colorblind. Did you not know at the time? No. Oh, and somebody man. was just like, yeah, it's not that uncommon. Yeah, it's like that movie Especially, Little Miss Sunshine. That guy thought he was going to be a pilot, and yeah. then he found out he was colorblind. That's the only part I remember that whole movie. But and like, the old dude doing meth, maybe? Yeah, he does heroin? Some, Yeah, he does drugs. Heroin. I think it was heroin. It doesn't matter. Regardless. He won an, an Oscar for it, I think. No, he didn't. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think he did. Um, uh, I hate five months earlier. That's my first note. I hate it when all movies do that. Side effects is no exception. It yeah. starts with the blood on the floor and the thing. Oh, by the way, that's not a spoiler because it happens in the first. First of all, seconds. if you're listening to this podcast, spoilers abound. Yeah, this is the only movie where I feel like making that warning though, because like you could enjoy this. It's I, not a top dog shit movie. I think I did enjoy the twist, uh, even though I don't think I was supposed to. Which one? Um. Spoilers, stop now if you want to watch the movie. Which yeah. I do think, again, uh, IMDb, it's a 7.1. So, you know, you might like it. Although, a couple people told me they fucking hated it when I told them they were watching it. But, I feel like... Other it, people had seen it? Yes. The people that I had talked to said, like, oh, fuck that movie, I hate it. And I think it's okay. because the tagline should maybe be, believe some women? Believe most women? <laughs> because the whole... Is that what the movie's about? Is it not? I mean, the two women are lying about, you know... Uh, being suicidal and being oh, crazy yeah. Well, and the, yeah the movie walks that very thin line of being like anti antidepressants and anti exactly therapy it never really goes full bore right. but it is just like you squint but I have it. to agree with most of it because although I do believe uh, those things help people I think the people behind those things are probably greedy fucking assholes that are uh, gonna rake in money on somebody yeah, else's I think the pharmaceutical company I think the opioid problem is much more of a bigger deal oh, than yeah. people getting Zoloft I agree um, but in 2013 was that the case? it's been an epidemic for I think a long time really? they've been I... over prescribing oh, <laughs> opioids wow. for a long time I've only heard about it recently I guess well not recently but within the <clears> last <throat> 5 or 10 years which well, this know. movie only came out 7 years ago 8 to 2021 homie Oh. oh, the passage of time. It never <laughs> stops. If you get podcast, I just want the podcast listener to know I blankly stared into space when Cody said that. <laughs> Essentially, this movie is about uh, Channing Tatum, who dies in the first 20 minutes of the fucking movie, which I could not. Yeah, which maybe we should just change the theme of this podcast to be like, he dies 20 <laughs> minutes into every movie we watch. Well, yeah. Spo- except for three. Spoiler, I didn't want to get into the next week's yet, but yeah, I was going to save that for next week when I was like, the last three or four goddamn movies, he's died in 20 minutes, and then I have to sit through the rest of the film. This one, I didn't hate so much doing, because it was an interesting, uh, it was like a mystery, you know? started out it's with... It's a thriller. It's a classic kind of... It, it would have been great in 1999. Or 2013, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, it feels like a lot of these movies came out in the 90s and early 2000s. Tatum movies? No, the like oh. the, just the you know kind of oh, yeah, going like, through the motions, high stakes thriller. Yeah, like a long kind of a mis- spider. Yeah, kind. Well, that's more of a murder mystery. I never saw it. I don't know. It's good. I like a lot of those movies. But, just reminds me of that style. But it's yeah, it's kind of that like double kind of, jeopardy. You just like Ashley Judd. Is she in both of those? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, my stepmom really did, and I think that's where I'm getting all these pulling these. I love those from. movies. I watched Along Came a Spider like a few months ago, and it's still great. I watched Along Came Polly. It was fine. What's that one? It's a uh, Adam, not Adam Sandler, the other guy, Ben, ben Stiller? Stiller. Yeah. Is that when like he just marries it's, a woman for? No, that's Heartbreak Kid. He made well, yeah. He made like four movies that were the same in a row, and it was one of those. One of those. I can't believe I married this person. Yeah. Oh yeah, Along Came Polly. That's the one where Jennifer Aniston, Jennifer Aniston and like. Yeah. 
the literally, literally the whole point of the movie is just like, oh, she eats Indian food with her hands. Like, <laughs> Can't believe I married this person or whatever. Like, what? Anyway. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, uh, is this in the Young Antonio canon? So I do. My first note <laughs> is uh, when he's getting out of prison, I said, Young Antonio getting out. It's my that. second note. <laughs> <laughs> it's immediately what I thought of. Yeah, although that's the only Young Antonio that it, it shows at all. What He could, he could, you know, in this, in the Young Antonio verse, <laughs> this is him getting out of prison and he beca- I could see him becoming a finance bro. Oh yeah, for sure. Learning uh, some some shady ways to to get GameStop stock or whatever. <laughs> Insider trading. Yeah, that's what it's called. That's they, use, a, they use the words. That was my my other note. It was like, oh no, stock talk. Because like as I'm watching <laughs> this movie, my Twitter feed's blowing up about fucking dog coin or whatever. Remember that part too, where Jude Law is literally like explaining it to his wife who could not be interested. <laughs> I was just like, how has nobody cut that clip? <laughs> like millions of people are doing in their homes right now in America. Uh, yeah. Um, Rita Mara's good. I love her and everything. Oh, that is really funny because the same guy that told me he hated this fucking movie said he hates her every time he sees her because of this movie. And I can thought she you, was great in this movie. Can you say, do you want to say his name? Uh, is he a friend of ours? He is a podcast friend of ours. He oh, is, okay. has a different podcast that, that okay. shouts us out. We'll shout them out. Well, has he seen Carol? Because mm. he's really good in Carol. That's a uh, great movie. He's like Christmas Carol. No, Cody. Not no. Mo- a lot of movies aren't about your first gut reaction to what you think they are. <laughs> I, you know, I like Rooney Mara from this movie, but I can't think of anything else she's in. I also get her mixed up with the girl from House of Cards, or is that the same girl? Uh, they're sisters. Are they really? Kate Mara is her sister. Yeah. Then I feel yeah. not bad at all for getting mixed up. And wow. uh, she's the girl with the dragon tattoo. She's Rooney the Mara. actual girl with the dragon tattoo? She's one of them. They changed them up. Like, but in the first one. I only yeah. saw the first one. I think she's the fir- she's the first two girls Okay, the dragon tattoo. I saw the first one in theaters on Christmas Day when it opened with my in-laws. And it might be one of the most uncomfortable situations oh, I've ever put myself in. I had a similar experience. I just put it on one time at my mom's house. And like, Yikes. well, I didn't, it was like in the middle of the movie. And it's right at the scene where the guy starts like, uh... Fucking, like, the guy behind the desk, remember? Yeah. He was like, I'm going to sexually assault you, Rooney Mara. Uh, Here okay. we go. And my mom was like, we don't have to watch this. Right. Well, <laughs> she no, turned it off. I was squirming so hard during that scene next to my mother-in-law and my <sighs> wife. The worst. On Christmas Day. <laughs> what a weird Christmas movie. It came out on Christmas Day, yeah. And we were that just like... Not... Star Wars comes out on Christmas Day. Yeah, we used night. to go see a movie every Christmas before we had kids, you know, and um, that was We chilling. did Thanksgiving. We did. Oh, yeah. COVID. Yeah, what's your favorite Christmas or Thanksgiving? Oh, Knives Out, for sure. Oh, yeah. That movie came out, and everyone in the family loved it. Oh, good, good. For different reasons. And I was like, that's how I know this movie rules. It's everyone fun. found something to love about it. I watched it multiple times. I love that house. Oh, yeah, me too. I love... The cast. The cast. I love Chris Evans. I love the thought of a sequel. even, And I don't usually, but I think that movie's so well done that I don't see how they fuck it up a second time. What would you do? Well, they're just going to follow that detective to do another, uh, another crime. Oh, hell yeah. Just make it like, uh, who's that woman that wrote all those books? James Bond. It's not James Bond. Uh, <laughs> it's Daniel Craig. Yeah, but uh, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the one Perot. that wrote Harry Potter. Uh, J.K. Rowling. Good try, Cody. Is that the only female writer you can think of? It's the only writer I can think of. <laughs> Stephen King? <laughs> um, fuck. Who wrote? I do this all the time. Mm. I did it last time with what? Uh, Nicholas Sparks. <laughs> I don't know writers. <laughs> oh, uh, Emma. I did it with Emma last time. And Emma I was like, Frost. I like these things, and I can't remember the names. 
podcast listeners, they know who I'm talking about. I it's, don't think they do. You've given them no clue as to who they might be thinking Who's Poro? The French detective uh, that that lady writes about all the time. Hmm, I don't know. Knives Out 2 is going to be pretty cool. Knives Still Out, maybe? Or uh, Knives In? Yo, that's... Agatha cool. Christie! First of all, no one's ever heard that fucking name before. Are you kidding? Somebody, somebody, some people went to college, Cody. I don't know. Some people are suckers. (laughs) You're right about that. Um, I was one of those suckers. I got paid to read Agatha Christie. I'm just doing John Mulaney. Where he goes, what's his bit? Where somebody told me to read, I paid somebody to tell me to read Emily Dickinson, and then I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Good good bit. Uh, So anyway, this movie is about Channing Tatum getting out of prison for, for doing like stonk stuff he's not supposed to do and then his wife is all of a sudden super depressed and tries to kill herself and that scene well, was actually pretty tight she she had a history of it the movie tells us that at this point that but, she's had mental health but did tatum know that previously didn't seem like he did I love that he plays, he's true to form in this movie and he plays just the biggest dummy he's just so <laughs> oblivious and dumb and he's just like like, when she gets on that new medication and fucks him real good, and he's like, somebody's gonna make a billion dollars off that medicine or whatever. <laughs> movie didn't need that. <laughs> I didn't need that. The movie did not need that line of, like, levity. Well, know. it just showed how kind of a dummy this dude is. Like, he is, like, the whole time he drags her to some party when he, she's already depressed. Well, is he that dumb for not knowing that his wife was, cons- spoiler alert, gonna conspire to kill him? <laughs> he, here's the dumbest Because it is fucking wild that yeah. she does this. And you don't know it. So she sleepwalks and makes dinner or whatever. Because of this new medication. Because of the new medication she's on. And the only reason she's on this medication is because she talked to her doctor into getting it because she heard her friend say it was great. That's the movie it. tells you that at this point. Yes. And then Chang Tatum comes home in the middle of the night and she's awake cutting pomegranates or some shit and like just stabs him two or three times yeah in the stomach when that happened i was like that better be a sharp fucking knife first of all yes and i was like no fucking way is he gonna die 20 minutes into this movie those are my two thoughts (laughs) but then you find out later that she on purpose killed him she staged it all she wasn't taking the medicine for real she she was taking it oh she was taking that she was just like yeah just i didn't i didn't i didn't do it she was like for me yeah but what i didn't like about that after the reveal was this is how dumb Channing Tatum is? If if my wife Haley, who's been on the pod, has a knife and has a history of sleepwalking, I'm going to gently touch her wrist and say, "Time to go back to bed, sweetie." Instead, he's like, "What are you doing?" Stab, <laughs> and then instead of being like, "Fuck," grab the knife, she stabs him two more times. If he's a, yeah, if she's it gonna is wild when you first watch it because you're just like, "What?" Yeah, dude, why'd she go into murder mode and sleepwalking? I'm not all about. I, I mean, don't hit women. But if she stabs you, hey, do what you st- gotta do. No. If you're being stabbed, you're allowed to punch a lady. You're allowed to punch a I want to be on the record. If a woman stabs me, or tries to, I'm gonna punch her. I'm probably gonna punch her and then tell her I love her when she wakes up and say, well, hey. Yeah, she's my wife. You can't but sleep in my, in my scenario, it was just a stranger. <laughs> just, that would be even more wild if you walked into your own apartment, a strange woman's cutting a tomato, and starts stabbing you. In my scenario, though, it doesn't have to be sleepwalking. I'm saying if a woman ever tries to stab me, <laughs> I'm going to try to punch her. Mm-hmm. Or run away. That's true. Probably run away first, and then when I'm cornered, I'll punch. Right. Punch is the last... What we're saying... We're not saying <laughs> hit women. We're saying if you have to, because you're being stabbed, and you can't run away. Listen, this podcast is anti-being stabbed by anyone. Oh, yes. So punch that person. Sure. Uh, juggalos, you know? <laughs> juggalos stab people for fun, and I'm okay with it. Um, but anyway, yeah. Also, speaking of that car crash, back a little bit, like, when she's in the hospital, my, like... 
I know for a fact that when uh, my sister, when she was younger, uh, she got in a car accident when she was like 22, and just they hit the tree, and that she wasn't driving, and the airbag hit her, and that broke her fucking face. Oh, sure, sure, sure. That was enough. So when Rooney Mara was just like, oh, what a car crash, I was just like, no, not a tree either, like a brick a wall, a concrete wall, yeah, yeah. A concrete, yeah, and uh, <laughs> just drives right into it. But clicks her seatbelt first and hits the airbag, and apparently her work. Had on loop how airbags work, so she, <laughs> so she understood. Yeah. I won't die because this airbag will save me. I guess I don't know. That part yep. of the movie also made me. If you go, think too fine. hard, you you hate it a little bit more. But overall, I didn't hate the movie. Also, her whole plot, her whole conspiracy relies on the fact that Jude Law will go back and see her old therapist. <laughs> right, prompted. Sure, and did, did she do it to make money or to become a lesbian? Well, she's probably by a bisexual person. Yes. Or she was just manipulating Catherine Zeta-Jones. Catherine Zeta-Jones? Yeah. <laughs> Is that, are you referencing a song? Uh, workaholics. Oh. They, they sing... Uh, oh, yeah, well, they do uh, the lasers. The laser. yeah. yeah, I couldn't stop getting that in my, out of my head. Yeah. Weird movie. Never anyway. Um, but, yeah, I think it's equal parts money, and she was mad at her husband for insider trading because he took away her... Lavish lifestyle. That she be, the movie makes a big point to be like, she lost everything. She was yeah. dirt poor. And she was orphaned. Lost her house. And then Channing Tatum shows up. He's his finance bro. Gives her all the money in the world. Gives her this great waspy New England lifestyle. Gives her a brand new sick-ass car. Right as he gets arrested. Gets arrested. <laughs> so I think she stays mad at him for four years. Yep. And learns how to manipulate the stock market. Because she goes on Wall Street Bets Reddit. Yep. And then <laughs> kills him. Yeah, she kills him. And Jude Law's caught up in all the crossfire. Oh, what a what a what an interesting pun this movie is called Side Effects. Oh, uh, that was a side effect. He was just caught. He was caught in the middle. Yeah. And although I didn't hate the movie, the Bronx song is still better. Side effects? Side effects by the Bronx. It's great. Okay, so let's can I talk about what makes this movie not a four out of five for me and what makes it only like a three? Sure. Is that two for two thirds of the movie, it's just about a guy going insane. That he's like, this woman isn't crazy. She's not crazy. I can't be crazy because she's not crazy. She's not crazy. And I'm like, that's an interesting movie. I want to see that movie where he just like truly collapses and has to learn to deal with that. But then he's right. Right. And then I'm not as interested. I'm not rooting for him. Yeah. I don't want him to succeed. I don't want anyone to get what they want in this movie. I wanted him to succeed because he didn't really do anything wrong. Like He didn't do anything that I'd be like, oh, fuck that guy. You know what I mean? He's just like an innocent bystander that these guys are like, ruin his life (laughs) for no real good reason at all. Yeah, I didn't really, I guess the movie didn't do a ton to explain to me why all of his partners were just like, we don't want to work with you. Right. Well, I I think they did actually, where they're like... I don't remember them. Well, because she goes to the press and, and, and writes a letter saying she killed her husband because this guy put her on these meds. Oh, it just writes. Yeah, she just, kind of throws him under the bus. Yeah, exactly. He, she like, they like ruin his life and then they're like, hey, eat this shit sandwich or we're going to keep ruining your life. And he, you know, at the end, he's like, no, fuck you, I got you. Yeah. But I don't think two, two people that are smart enough to cause this ruse are not going to fall for his tricks. Like his tricks were like, she, he gave her saline which was like a truth serum, like, and she pretended like she was falling asleep yeah, and that, then answered is, all her questions and stuff. Real? Saline is real. I feel like I, j- I know, but I mean, like, <laughs> the idea that that'll make you tell the truth. I feel like I watched. No, it. definitely not. The whole point was she thought she was getting medicine, so she pretended to start falling asleep and started telling. I know, but is it him. real IRL? What truth serum? I don't think so, man. I mean, it was in Ant Man too. 
<laughs> the documentary. <laughs> I, I hope True Serum's real, but I don't think it is. I don't know either. It'd be a weirder life if it was. Because if it isn't, then yeah, she's dumb. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But if it is real, then I'd, I'd, I'd buy it. But I don't know. Well, I don't think he said it was true serum. I think he they just told her... Sodium, it's like sodium pentothal or whatever it's supposed to be called. I've heard that before. Maybe movies. I wasn't. I mean, I promise I was paying attention to the movie, but I guess I don't know for sure. But can we talk about Catherine Zeta-Jones' name in the movie is Victoria Siebert, which is way too close to Victoria's Secret. Oh, wow. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I was just like, she's got a sexy secret every time they say her name. <laughs> I was like, like, when they showed her name tag, I thought it said Victoria's Secret. I was like, there's no way they named her... Victoria's Secret, but they got real close to it. This seems this movie seems like it was based on a book. I bet it probably could be. It wasn't, but oh okay. It seems like, uh, (laughs) but but I don't know why. But names like that seems bookish. I don't know. Maybe that's dumb. Oh, I wrote maybe if Paul McCartney wrote songs awake, they wouldn't be so lame. And I didn't know why I said that, and then I remembered that. Somebody was like, yeah, she sleepwalks. Do you know Paul McCartney wrote his best songs while he slept? And I was like, well, that might be why they're overrated. Also, no, he didn't. Yeah, that's probably true. Definitely not. There's no way. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> he, just, he just woke up and he's like, I want to hold your hand. I got it. There it is. I don't know if you're Salvador Dali would sleep in a chair and would hold a big heavy coin over a dinner plate. And then when he was falling asleep, right at that moment he was falling asleep, he would drop it and he would wake him up and he said he'd come up with his best ideas then. What? But that guy was also cuckoo bananas. I don't know who that person is. What, was, what was his best idea? He's a painter. He does the painting. The Melting Clocks is his most famous. Oh, painting. yeah, cool. Yeah. He also had an aardvark. Or an anteater. What's an aardvark? I would say those are the same thing. But don't ask me this he had, a, he had a pet <laughs> anteater, we'll say. And he would walk it around downtown New York. He that sounds it. fucking rad, dude. He's, uh, he's weird. weird There's also got to be a reason why those aren't pets. So probably not rad. But if you're an eccentric millionaire in the 70s, mm. I'm sure they're just like, oh, Salvador. Yeah. Uh, you you know with a big old mustache. It wins two ways, dude. A, you don't have to feed it because it's going <laughs> to keep ants out of your house. Right? <laughs> I got ant problems sometimes. Today I told Haley, stop leaving food out in the office. We got two ants here. We're going to get a bunch more. But if I had an ant eater, I'd be like, yo, leave as much fucking food as you want out. We gotta I feed think they need more ants than just the occasional ants. No, we do. We get a streamline ants in the summertime. Oh, yeah, you have a house. I forget. Yes, I live in an apartment on the second floor. You don't get ants ever. I mean, they gotta go ways. They got the whole first floor <laughs> to dine on before they come up here. <laughs> what a fucking journey an ant would have to get to make to up two flights of stairs yeah. to get to your house. That's that's great, man. You got a cool place. <laughs> Anybody on the second floor? <laughs> <laughs> no, ants. I think is that stupid logic. <laughs> I don't know. I have never had ants, and I'm definitely not the cleanest person in the world. Ants have to be, like, born. It's like their grandfather started the trek up to your house, and then they finally It's like the Oregon Trail for ants. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that's how much I love this movie. Uh, Um, One weird weird, uh, plot hole. Uh, She gets to go to his funeral? Uh, she's supposed to be in prison? Right. Well, that's a very privileged person. I was going to say, I was like, do they let you go to funerals? She seemed to go get to do a lot of things after murdering her husband. And... I wrote cops are smug because those cops were very smug, but then they were also right. <laughs> they were yeah, like, that's why the movie kind of doesn't work. It's like everyone's a dick, but they're right, and yeah. I'm not rooting for them. I felt bad for her because they were like, oh, you were asleep when you killed your husband. She's like, yeah. And I was like, fuck you guys. She was. And then I was like, oh, man, I'm the mark. That has to, that's been used before. Oh, for sure. In definitely. our lifetimes, right? I feel oh. like somebody's tried to use that offense. Definitely. But um, could you imagine waking up and being like, uh-oh. <laughs> I think you wake up at the first scream of your husband. Not if you're on new medication. 
according to this movie. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Also, yeah, when you were talking about Tatum's dub, it's like, I don't know shit about sleepwalking, but I do know everyone says you have to gently wake them up yeah. or else they can freak out. But I wouldn't. I mean, I would gen- I would try, but if you stab me, there's no more gently waking you up. Uh, wait, of course. Wake the fuck up! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just stab me. She, that's why, like, that first stab is like, What? But if we woke up tomorrow and you found out that Mike Birbiglia murdered his wife after all the sleepwalking stories you've heard about him, you'd be like, oh, shit, that's probably, that probably happened. That he didn't mean to yeah, yeah. kill his wife? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what he's like. Yeah, be like he's got like People, a whole... we find out all the time celebrities are actually <laughs> crazy. That's true. I don't that's know. true. But he seems nice, and he, and he does have, like, he, like, famously sleeps in his sleeping bag zipped up with... Box Still? with like boxing gloves on or whatever. Why it's, wouldn't he? I don't know. That doesn't get fixed. If you if you sleep with a person, somebody could probably help you. I don't know. Yeah, she zips him up every night. It's <laughs> <laughs> part of his standup. But what does he do when he wants to sleep with his wife? He he just gets back in the sleeping bag when busts, they're done. He busts the nut and has her zip him up, dude. Like, not very romantic. It's the worst life, and I hate that he has to go through it. But that's part of sleepwalking. That's what I'm saying. Like. If, okay. if, if she forgets to zip him up and he murders her, whose fault is it, if you think about it? She forgot to zip. <laughs> uh, did you get your fill of Dutch angles, speaking of Soderbergh and you and your mm, stuff? That's I that know, famous... Like, I don't know what a Dutch oven is, don't know what a Dutch angle is. So, my phone is the camera. Got it. And it's kind of looking down and at a weird angle. Yeah. And it's somebody, like, usually, they're trying to convey to that to you that this person is in high distress and kind of weirded out. Well, that's why I didn't hate this movie, because I didn't notice... Those annoying shots. Hey, Haywire, on the other hand, I noticed them all the fucking time. So that's why this Still one, wild to me. I'm like, oh, I, I noticed a few. And I noticed the like, yellow tent every now and then. And I think it was only, the yellow tent was only during like the uh, insane asylum <laughs> situations, or whatever you're supposed to call those now. Am I, is, am I wrong for saying that? I don't know. She is in a place for the criminally crazy. <laughs> I think criminally <laughs> crazy is worse than criminally insane, but I don't know. But I don't, I... Uh, what, who are we? We're not going to litigate what you're allowed to call that place on this podcast. Well, okay. So this was my first tell that she did something that she was awake because, like, they're like, "Hey, you're on. You you murdered your husband, but you're not going to prison. You're going to the mental asylum or whatever." And she's like, "I shouldn't have to go there. If I wake up and my wife is dead and I did it, put me there, right? Like I'm a danger to myself and everyone else around me." Yeah, she has like a weird. <laughs> Reaction to being told that she has mental problems. No, she's like, I was asleep. I could be able to go home. Yeah. No, dude, you can't go home. And then uh, <laughs> the scene where Jude Law is looking for a woman named Julia is really, really funny to me. Because she said, my friend Julia told me to take this <laughs> medicine. So then he goes to her job. He's like, are you Julia? Are you Julia? Hello, are you Julia? Can That's you... not what you do. How, how wild would it be if somebody walked into a place and was like, hello, Julia? Are you... and, and that happens in Freddy Got Fingered. And I hate to compare every movie to Freddy Got Fingered. But he's looking for a guy named Dave Davidson, and he goes in a restaurant and like, are you Dave Davidson? Are you Dave Davidson? Wow, that's amazing. And it makes me laugh every time. And one time, I was working at a grocery store, and this guy wanted to cash a check. And I looked at the check, and the check said, David Davidson. And I had to ask the guy, are you Dave Davidson? And I couldn't. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> and, and he, he was had, just like... He had no idea why I was laughing in his face. <laughs> and I was standing like, there confused and blank. I was like, fuck like, it, man. Here's your 50 bucks. Thanks for... Is this guy making fun of me? <laughs> are you David For cashing Davidson? a check? Because in the in Freddy Got Fingered, a woman says, I'm a woman. And he goes, did I ask you what sex you are? Did I ask if you were David Davidson? <laughs> Make sure that every time. Maybe that's why he, you were, he thought you were laughing. Because he was just like, I know, it sounds fake. <laughs> <laughs> or he's a big Freddy Got Fingered fan. 
It changed his legal name to David <laughs> Davidson so that people will get a kick out of asking him his name every time. I'm the only one that's a big fan Speaking of Speaking of, right after that, when Jude Law is asking uh, Rudy Mara's boss about Rudy Mara, could she be like a touch less horny? <laughs> she is so hot for Jude Law in that scene. It is wild. It's just like, hey, we're talking about uh, your uh, worker that has been charged with murder. murder? Can you uh, professional? She's she's also not professional at all. Like I, my, one of my first notes is her boss is nosy as fuck. Like, her, yeah. her boss is like digging through her pills and stuff and being like, "What are you taking? Oh, gee golly!" I'd be like, "Get the fuck out of here!" Dude. What do you think they do? I don't, I don't think I remember what Rudy Mara and them do. Oh, I don't know. Office. I figured they were like low end. Like she was like a low end person at a law firm or something. I don't know. She had a desk. She had her well, own desk. Sure, I have a desk, but I'm not important. <laughs> I mean, low level. I, you don't have a desk. Mid tier. I don't know. No, well, she's not I don't a know lawyer. What modern workplaces. That's are. what I was saying. She's not a lawyer, but she probably works for a law firm or something. I don't know. And some, but yeah, <clears throat> doesn't. She must not make a whole lot of money because she's sad. She doesn't have any money. I guess. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know. It's a lot to think about. So here are my notes in order. I said, are you Julius seen as pretty funny? And then, whoa, this is a mystery now. I'm invested. And then, did she make all this up to kill our boy? And then the last one was, or not the last one, but the next one is, dang, dude, Tatum has some bad luck with the ladies in the last few movies. Dear John, The Vow, Dilemma, Haywire, and dare I say The Eagle. He's just getting fucked over by all his love lives. Yeah. <laughs> he's good. He doesn't have a good success rate in no. movies, really. What movie other than The Vow, which even you could argue one, Twenty One Jump Street? Yeah, without the cutscenes. Yeah, he's with that one cutscenes. It wasn't a video game, Cody. Oh, whatever. The scenes that were cut. Oh, that's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's just like what you called small scenes. <laughs> oh man. Oh, and then. <laughs> So the, the the note after that one, this is how long it took me to figure this out. I said, wait, is the doctor the guy that plays Vision? And then I said, oh, wait, no, it's Jude Law. <laughs> I had no idea until These guys do not look the same at all. <laughs> you have face blindness? Dude. <laughs> what? I that's not a real thing. If you, it is. If you painted Jude Law like Vision, he would look just like Vision, dude. Well, yeah, no shit. Because Vision has a very distinct look and his face is red. But with I've also never seen the dude... That plays Vision, not as Vision. That's not true, because in WandaVision, he's not Vision sometimes. Was it but Paul, Paul something? Paul Bartney or something like that? I was going to say that, and I know you were going to go, well, Paul Bart woke up? Because that's Blart- where... It is? it is? Oh, Paul Bettany. That's what it Paul is. Bet- Paul Bettany. Why do we both think Bartney, then? Well, because Paul... Cause Opposite brains. Uh, great minds think alike is where I was going to go. Yeah, but they don't. You know? A lot more <laughs> often. That's what I think every time somebody says that. I'm like a lot of stupid people have similar thoughts too. Well, that's true. <laughs> I've never understood that phrase. That's that that guy looks like Jude Law to you. Not now, but not once I see his real human face. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's not the same though. I mean, if Jude Law put on the Hawkeye suit, he wouldn't look like that guy. Yeah, because he's not. Uh, you know what I thought you were referring to is Falcon, and uh, I was like, yeah, because uh, Jude Law's not black. <laughs> that would have been a really funny sentence for you to finish. But you didn't. You didn't. You didn't say that guy. Nope. You didn't set me up. I said, I said Hawkeye, which is Paul. Falcon Hawkeye. I think I'm allowed to get those confused. <laughs> What's Hawkeye's? The guy that plays Hawkeye's name? He had an app for a Jeremy while. Renner. Jeremy Renner. He had Renner. a social media app. Man, that he had to take down because everyone just bombarded it oh. and was just saying insane shit on it Game because so it was an insane shit. platform. We rewatched Endgame with Archer the other day, and God, he looks so fucking stupid in that movie. His tattoos look bad. His hair is stupid. I he's the worst part of that movie. I sure. agree. Don't give me hope. Now I like it's so corny. I like 
Hawkeye, and I'm actually really excited about the the Disney Plus movie show that's coming. But <clears throat> yeah, Jeremy Renner is a kind of a douchey dude in that movie. He has a band. It's they're the worst. He has a band. He has a no, band. he's the he's the singer of a pop song. <laughs> I don't know. That is that he's... not the same thing? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't say he's in a band. I would say he sings pop. I thought songs. he was in a band called the Jeremy Renners. Or whatever. Yeah, they're pretty rough, uh, but. You know, he's doing his thing. And, and he was selling Jeeps at the same time. Remember that? No, I did not know he was I think he has, Jeeps. like, I think, like, Jeep funded the music video or something. Are we going to start a Je- Jeremy Renner podcast? No, let's move on to the categories. We could, I guess. Oh, really? We're, we're done? I think um, so. Um, oh, why does Jude Law look like he's never drank a beer? Do you remember that scene? No. When he's, like, explaining stocks and I think something else to his wife. And he's just holding the beer by, like, the very tippy top of the oh. neck of the beer bottle. I'm like, so you've ne- have you seen anyone do this, Jude Law? It's huh. really weird. Okay, well. <laughs> also uh, in the same vein, if you've ever seen Tom Cruise try to smoke a cigarette in a movie, because uh, he literally has never smoked a cigarette, <laughs> and every time you do it, it's just like, what? Somebody teach him how to look normal with a cigarette. I need to look that up. That's hilarious. <clears throat> the last ones I had is how is Jude's reputation not so messed up that he can just get her out of the mental ward? That didn't make sense to me either. Like, his, his reputation is shot, yet everyone still claims her him as her doctor, and he's like... I think if she does, which she... But she did. said multiple times, like, I don't want him as my doctor anymore. And they're like, well, you're crazy, and that's the doctor you get. Yeah, I think he kind of got, like, grandfathered in. Yeah. Because like, yeah. he was her doctor, and she did trust him before she went in. So I think that's how that works. So yeah. legally, now... I said Channing Tatum's mom should have beat that girl's ass. and I, I She kind of... She slaps her. Yeah. One good time. I think I would have beat the shit out of her. No, if I was a woman, I would have beat the shit out of her. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then uh, the last thing, uh, Wiki- or not Wikipedia, there's not a lot on IMDb effects for really? this movie. Um, but it's not an interesting movie. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan was supposed to be the lead, which is kind of wild. Huh. It's probably a worse movie, hmm. but it might be more fun. I don't know if this movie needs to be fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, to be honest, like I was really bummed. Like, I was not uh, in a super uh, peppy place when I put the movie on and then by the end of it I was like fuck dude <laughs> like, I don't think that's real that IMDB almost casting <laughs> I also got chastised that uh, IMDB is usually false or rumors I'm like oh fuck it you know that? on this podcast IMDB is fact because that's where I'm using that's where I'm going dude, so. yeah it, it's like Wikipedia anybody could put anything on it and it's way less moderated I've told you this I think you might have but I block it out because in my mind IMDB is fact it's more fun to believe yes so, uh, let's go to plot, plot heads. I did, I, I, it looked like you surprised yourself. Well, I deleted, uh, <laughs> I, I deleted the, the title on my computer on accident, so I was like, what is this called? Plot That's heads. Right. Plot heads. Plot heads is where IMDb has uh, certain keywords to describe a movie. Um, if you look right underneath the plot of the film on IMDb, you'll, they'll have the top five, and I like to have Clayton guess the top five. Um, my example this week would be drug. If I typed in the word drug as a keyword search, what would be the number one drug movie, most popular currently or the most looked up on IMDb currently about drug? Uh, I can't guess number one, but Requiem for a Dream could be an answer. Close. Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. You know, a lot of drugs. They like drugs in that movie. Why is that movie so popular right now? Wall Street stuff, maybe? Oh, yeah. Stocks. People are talking about stocks, but it seems like it's come up a lot. You're right. It has, definitely. That anyway. and Tenet seem to be the two number top <laughs> it's two. Leo, movies. dude. <laughs> or Leo's not in Tenet. I was gonna say, Leo and Tenet? <laughs> He's in Inception, which are the, uh, the worst version of that movie. But Leo is in movies that the guy from Tenet made, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
What's that Christopher guy's name? Nolan. Nolan. That's it. All right. What do you think? Give you a hint. The first one is the title of the movie. Side effects. All right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think the number one side effect movie is on IMDb? How can it be anything other than this movie? Well, side effects is number three. Limitless is number, number one. Number one is A Beautiful Mind, which I've never seen. Okay. I don't think he's medicated. That's why he's schizophrenic that whole movie. Does that have Russell Crowe in it? Yeah. <laughs> I never saw it. But you know what I watched for the second time? That's a Ron Howard movie. I think. Two days ago, I watched Nice Guys. First time I watched Nice Guys, when, like a, a year after it came out, and I was like, no, this movie kind of sucks. I watched it two days ago. That movie's fucking awesome, oh, yeah. Dude. I got confused for a second. I thought you were talking about the other guys. Nice Guys rules. Nice Guys rules, Shane dude. Black, Ryan Gosling, Russell yeah. Crowe. It, um, Sh- yeah. Shane yes. Black wrote it. He's a good writer. Uh, oh, yeah. I like most of what he does. I mean, Predators <clears throat> is bad, but I like everything else he's done, honestly. Yeah. I think. Well, I think the story of that, too, is he wrote a version, and it yeah. kind of got taken away from him. Well, I think he trolled the world with Predators, because he was like, well, they're not going to let me do what I want to do, so I'm going to make the dumbest movie of all time. And he did, and it's hilarious, but it's not good. Um... I, I don't, I'm just talking about <laughs> the nice guys. I remember walking out of the theater with the girlfriend at the time and being like, because we would always get in fights because I didn't like the movie. And she was like, what are you talking about? Crimson Peak was great. And I'm like, no. And this was the one time where I'm like, that was awesome. And she was not into it. And I was just like, so wow, I'm not allowed to judge you now? Well, to be fair, I didn't like it at first, but I watched it on like an iPad and I was kind of half paying attention. But like, I watched it the other day and I was like, fuck, this movie's Maybe one of my favorite movies. It's like, great. It's, it's really good. I will still stand by that Ryan Gosling is very smug in that movie. He's a smug... He plays smug characters. <laughs> I like him. I, I think, think he does it well. I think intimidated by how handsome he is, Cody. Oh, 100% that. I, mean, I, will, <laughs> I will not argue against that. He's a, he's a very sexy, smug man. Um, but he's smug. Through that movie, Whatever. especially. He's way smug and drunk. No, he's just dumb. Either drunk, dumb, or smug all at all times. He doesn't play dumb, comedic... Stupid guy very often. I like it when he does. And he does such a good job at it. Yeah, yeah it's wonderful. It's All right. It's a second plot keyword. Um, hint. It will be... Uh, it's kind of like what this movie starts out about. Drugs. Depression. Kind of. Antidepressants. Clinical trial. Okay. It's hard to give a, t- a hint for clinical trial. But what do you think the number one clinical trial movie is? If you think about it, I think you can get it. A couple Oscar winners in this film, if I'm correct, which you always argue that I'm not with Oscar winners, but <laughs> I know for sure that two guys were at least up for Oscars, and I think they both in won. In a clinical trial movie? They both were in. I think they both won for a supporting actor and actor, and it was like within the last ten years. Maybe even five. I can only think of Hollywood. Once upon a time in Hollywood where that happened. Mm. And Leo didn't win, but Brad yeah. Pitt did. And again, I don't think I don't know if they both won, but I think they did. I don't know. One guy lost a lot of weight for the main actor role. Christian Bale and the all Machinist. All right, all right, all right. Matthew McConaughey and Dallas Buyers Club. There it is, Dallas Buyers it. Club. Oh, really? Yeah. It's great, but it's really sad. You don't need to watch it more than once. Yeah, guy, it Matthew McConaughey is skinny and has AIDS. I've heard. Yeah, That's yeah. It. I've, um, I got it. I wasn't paying attention, but you did say depression, and that is number three. Oh, so these aren't that silly this week. <laughs> Oh, no, they're not silly at all. They're all pretty <laughs> much right on the money. Um, you won't get what the number one depression movie is, but I will give you a hint. We've talked about it on this pod already today. We've mentioned like 20 movies. And it's surprising. It's surprising? It would be... I think it's surprising. I was depressed in this movie, but it's stupid that I was. <laughs> Knives out, because you were sad it was over. Avengers Endgame. Oh, what? How was that? That's... Oh, I for sure cried multiple times during that movie. That's the number one depression movie. Yes. Dude, when it has the happiest ending 
of any movie. But throughout the movie. They save the world. Okay. <laughs> and when? kill the, the, the devil, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> when Ant-Man meets his daughter after five years of and missed her like childhood, after knowing in the Ant-Man movies that they're best fucking friends, <clears throat> I cried like a baby in the theater. Oh, well, you are a father. I so. am a father. Affected you differently. I looked at me, I was like, oh, Paul Rudd's sad. Be good to your daughters. You know that one? <laughs> no. Um, it's fucking John Mayer. Oh, yeah. Well, you just gave him uh, <laughs> the fucking Night Moves voice. <laughs> Bob Seger. Daughters <laughs> do how you do. Um, all right, number four is, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a. Uh, Therapy. Close, dude. Therapist. Psychiatrist. There it is. There we go. Great job. Number one uh, psychiatrist movie. It's a movie that I like that is a part of a trilogy, and I never saw the third one because everybody hated it. First one's fine. Second one's okay. Matrix Revolutions. But you didn't know it was a sequel to the first one until the very end of the movie. What? And it's by a director that most people hate, and I don't know why because I love him. No, I'm not going to get this. M. Night Shyamalan did Split. Do you see Split? Uh, No, I heard it was good, though. It is great. I think it's, well, uh, James McAvoy is really good at it. I've heard that's mostly what's for sale for that movie. But I do like, like it. Watch how good he is. It yeah. can be. Um, and spoiler for next week, I didn't see the last one because I because fuck Bruce Willis, dude. Um, but what? anyway, fuck him. What did he do? He just. We'll talk about. He it. He just annoys me. Yeah, we'll talk about it in like an hour. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and the third and the last one is something we've talked about quite a bit so far. Drugs. Okay. I don't know. Mm, movies. Sleepwalking. Sleepwalking. Yeah. And uh, the number one sleepwalking movie is a movie I've never seen, but you have. You've seen Sleepwalk with me. It's pretty. It's pretty it's, it, the trailer seemed really scary, so I didn't see it. And it's a sleepwalking movie. I guess. I never see it. I, 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 there's no sleepwalking in the trailer. <laughs> I have no idea. Hereditary. Oh. Yeah, there's sleepwalking in that movie. Yeah, it's that movie scary. is... I will say the... It's weird to say. It's not like the scariest movie I've ever seen. It's just like the most dreadfully upsetting. Yeah. Like it gives me like The Shining, but like a mm. similar feeling the first time I watched The Shining. Where you're yeah. just like, I'm not scared. I just <clears throat> hate what this feeling <laughs> this movie's giving me. See, I <clears throat> saw the trailer and it made me really scared. And then I was like, I want to see that because it looks really intense. And then I was in Lawrence, Kansas, and I was in a hotel room working. And uh, there was a movie theater in the same hotel room, or in like the same park. Didn't lot. you get like a little too? Uh, um, what, you drank too many soda pops. Yeah, and <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna go see that. I'm just gonna walk across the the parking lot and see this movie. And then I instantly talked myself out of it. I was like, There's no way I'm coming back to a hotel room after watching <laughs> this terrifying movie. Great call by myself. But I did watch Midsummer at the same uh, the same situation, but with a friend, and it was great. Midsummer is less dreadful. No, it's hilarious. <laughs> it's the worst take in the world of that movie. Um, I'm gonna you be honest. Hilarious when the little weird inbred monster person kills the black guy. <laughs> I'm not saying. Well, actually, yes. <laughs> what part of that is hilarious? It was so scary, it's so goofy. Listen, I'm not saying every aspect of that movie is is hilarious. There are some genuine genuine scares in the, the movie. part that's hilarious. It is when the guys like uh, we're watching Austin Powers. <laughs> when you find out the Norwegian cult likes the movie Austin Powers. Oh, uh, that is kind of funny. But I thought it was also funny, every uh, Freddy Got Fingered ripoff in that movie. And we can talk what? about that later. Okay. okay, first of all, he cuts open, they come into an animal and put a dude inside of a bear. That happened in Freddy Got Fingered with an elk already. There's like, what about the Revenant? Did that rip off Freddy Got Fingered too? When he gets inside the, the, the horse, I think. Does he live in a horse? No, it's just he's going to freeze to death, so he Star Wars wa- tauntauns inside oh. of it. 
No, I did like Revenant, but I didn't remember that part. But uh, it happens. True story. There's these girls. I don't know. These girls that like dance backwards while they pick flowers, and because uh, they're high. I don't know, but Freddy Got Fingers, back, drug use the backwards man is a thing, and Freddy Got Fingers, the, the backwards, backwards man. man. So Tenet also ripped off Freddy Got Fingered. I mean, everything listen, goes back to Freddy and Got Everything fingered. should, because it's a really great movie. If we do a Patreon, we're going to do a uh, Freddy Got Fingered episode. So we figured out that you watch movies strictly through the lens of your own perspective, and you place yourself in every movie. <laughs> How do you watch Freddy Got Fingered? Are you... Tom Green's character in that movie? Uh, at this point, <clears throat> I'm probably the fucking dad that yells at everybody. <laughs> When's the last all time? time you watched it? Oh, like I watch it at least once a year. Isn't it uh, Rip Torn, the father? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's just whose whose whole role is just to be mad. Yeah, he just yells. <laughs> he yells a lot. But at first, he's a good. I mean, he's a good dad. I think through the whole thing. But at first, he like buys Freddy LeBaron and sends him off. And, Le- and Freddy's a bad son. I'm gonna be honest. And he, what's the goal of that movie? What's his Oh, is it like Tommy Boy? Like he's on a quest. Yeah, he wants to, to become a something? cartoonist, right? And so he goes <laughs> to Hollywood to become a cartoonist, and then he fails, and he has to work at a cheese sandwich factory. I remember that scene. Yeah, and you should because it's really, really great. Um, and then he goes back home, but then he does. He succeeds. Spoiler alert: gets a million dollars, spends five hundred thousand of that to move his parents' house <laughs> to Pakistan, so they can sell soccer balls together. <laughs> and then he jerks off an elephant and sprays his dad with elephant cum, and it's. That part's a little, a little much, but... Much. It's a little much. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, dude. I don't have any Chanting Tatums. Uh, I had one quote that, like, I thought was profound at the time. And then, like, when the movie was over... Like, I thought it was, like, needlessly profound. But then I found it was stupid, <laughs> given the whole point of the movie. So when the son asked Jude Law, he's like, Do I have to dream when I sleep? <laughs> and I was like, that's a weird thing for a son to say for no yeah. reason. So I wrote it down. And then the movie's... Like, oh man, I've got a sneeze that's just been sitting here. It's I don't right. know if you've been seeing my face. I can't anyway. see a sneeze, but you can sneeze if you want to. Well, look just, at the, look that's at the why, light. That's why I look upset for no reason. <laughs> I thought you were just mad at me for talking about Freddy Got Fingered. No, much, it's been, my nose feels bad. Anyway, moving on. Um, that's a The lie. light thing doesn't work, it's a myth. Oh, it works for me, dude. Oh, maybe. Um, but uh, I think that is a Nightmare, before, Nightmare on Elm Street quote, basically. Like, do I have to dream when I sleep? Like, that sounds like a Freddy Krueger thing. Um, I guess I just well have you you're a father. Yes. I love hearing stories about like parents when their kids will just say something needlessly creepy. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like kind of one of them. Oh, I wish I had an example of that. But it Your kids have never done that? Like woke I mean, you up in the middle of the night and been like Oh, they don't ever wake me up in the middle Cody, of the night. Daddy, where's the bad man go to sleep? I'd be way creeped out if they said, <laughs> Cody <laughs> uh, your son called you Cody. It's fucking dad, alright? <laughs> it'd be so great to hear Archer go, Hey Cody. Dude, Archer used to fucking do that. He would call me Cody all the time because he <clears> knew it bothered me and he would like snicker about it, be like, Cody, can you help me? I was like, I'm not helping you ever, if unless you call me dad. I'm not doing it. I don't know. Maybe the other parents are more progressive and they let him call him by the name, but it's weird. I'm dad. hundred percent. But <laughs> Uh, I guess I do have I have a, ch- ch- a, ch- a chanting Tatum. It's uh, <laughs> whoever made these drugs is going to be a billionaire. That's the only thing I remember. Like, here's the thing about this podcast: I usually get those quotes later. You know, from I don't from I don't IMDb. type them as I walk or as I watch, and um, I didn't expect him to die in 20 minutes. I expected him to be a main character and have more quotes, but he didn't. I hope. I don't know. I was shocked when it happened. I was. I was very shocked. I gasped. Yeah. Alone in here. I think I did too. I was like. Yeah, whoa. He's fucking, and I was like, no yeah. way, right? It's a good twist. Yeah. That's the first twist, right? And then the twist at the... There's the two, The second twist is when she reveals... Is the murder a twist? 
I wasn't expecting it. Oh, that's true. I thought this was going to be a movie about psychiatry and drugs. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I was going to be way more bored than I was, and then I thought I'd be more excited than I was. <laughs> like, after the murder, I was like, this is going to be not boring, and then it got a little boring. Drug I thought it was going to be, like, a pretty, by Cody's standards, and by my standard, too, like, a boring drama yeah. about their marriage falling apart or something, mm, yeah. and, like... Which would have been fine. I can sure. watch Channing Tatum and Rooney Mara have a revolutionary road movie. I'd, I'd love to see them in another film, actually. I think they had pretty good chemistry for what it was. You know, um, Not Bill Tatum, but Top Build Tatum. This is where I have Clayton guess the top build cast of this film and every other movie. Well, <clears throat> this one's a shot in the dark. Oh, and also, this is from uh, IMDb, so it's probably not right. I mean, I've told you that a million times. Fuck you guys. But every time I've guessed it right... It's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I still you find <clears throat> What do people give you shit for? Top build Tatum? No, no, no. I'm just they give me shit for using IMDb. Oh. And you know what? I'm. I, I thought know. it was understood between both of us that like, like when I say box office and budget, I'm also just like that can be false because those numbers are always fudged around. So IMDb, I know for a fact that like the casting things, well, I don't know for a fact because how could I? But like. Some of those, like, Lindsay Lohan, I'm just like, no, she was not. Her agent wrote that in here. Oh, maybe. Maybe so. I don't know. Maybe so. In 2013, I don't know where she was. I don't know if she had... I think this is, like, right as the the dip down is happening. It's a crazy down. Yikes. All right. Maybe that's why they thought of her. (laughs) Who is top build? Starting with one, go all the way to four, and I'm going to tell you whether you're right or wrong at the end. I'm going to say Jude Law, Kathleen Jones... Channing Tatum, Marina Mara. Way off. Almost completely backwards. Number what? one is Rune Mar. Number two is CT. Number three is Judy Ludi. And number four is Kat ZJ. I wrote all those down. So this one's wrong this week. I don't think so. Rooney Mara's not that famous. He's not famous at all in 2013. That man. could be true, but Channing Tatum was. And Jude Law is way more famous than they are. In 2013? Talented Mr. Ridley came out like 10 years before this. That movie was a hit. Yeah, but this was after... Ten years? Everything ten we've years. just talked about. Ten years. <laughs> maybe ten, ten years? Is that what you just said? I said so this it was after and you went ten year. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I, don't, yeah, I, I guess it was it, technically It was. That. I don't know if I'd measure it on that. but um, Okay. <clears throat> I watched that movie for the first time uh, last year and blew me away. I love The Talented Mr. Ripley. I've never seen that it. That movie so, so good. Okay. I think the name is dumb, so it kept it's, me away from it. It's a book by the same name. Mm. Channing Hatem. This movie has 330 reviews on IMDb, and 16 of them are one star. Now, to be honest... That's a good ratio. It's not so bad. But I didn't use the one star reviews because... Um, they mostly talked about how much they hate Rooney Mara. Basically, most of them just talked about the reasons why I, thunk, I thought I was supposed to hate this movie. Like, <clears throat> uh, it uh, stereotypically makes women not believed or whatever. All right, so two stars... Two out of ten from... I'm going to read these first so I don't say a bad word again. Uh, (laughs) G.R. Ma Matthew. What what bad word did you write? say? That one guy's name was like Larry the Tranny or something. Uh, (laughs) I just read it. It's like, oh shit. Uh, All right. He labels this review, So busy and labored, you can see the hemorrhoids. Wow. That means. This guy's swinging for the fences. Um, He says, Many people will be drawn to the film by its star power. Yes, the film has Jude Law, Rooney Mara, Catherine Zeta Jones, and Channing Tatum. So he knows how movies work. But two of these celebrities are poor actors. Stay away. Nope. (laughs) They're all good. (laughs) Catherine Zeta Jones, like, she didn't didn't do anything. 
Oh, yeah. She's not, like, trying that hard either way. She seems just yeah. perfectly acceptable. Yeah. She shows up, gets her check, and leaves. How could she... How could, what? I just love dudes that... They, they just make you wonder, like, who's the two that he doesn't like out of that? It ha- one of them, they have to be the dudes. It has to be Tatum. Oh, I think it's probably Runamar and Tatum. Nobody thinks Jude Law's a bad actor. Because but people that always talk like this are always just like, fuck him, he's handsome, he's not good. Everyone thinks he's good, he's not. Is Jude Law handsome? Do people think he's handsome? I think so. He looks like he's melting a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he's as famous now as he once was for being a handsome person, but... Hmm. I think people, it's the accent, I bet. Uh, you know, like uh, Hugh Grant. Yeah. A lot of ladies like Hugh Grant. It's just like, come on, let's just be honest. It's because it's British. I couldn't... It does like 30% of it. I'm not into dudes anyway. But if I was, well, I don't you think... Are. You I can talk about it. I don't think I could date a dude named Hugh. <laughs> yeah. It's a hard name to say. Oh, Hugh. Hugh. I love you, Hugh. I'd have to call him Huey. 100%. That's worse. Yeah. Could you imagine that's having a, sex with a Huey? <laughs> that's, a, that's a baby's name. <laughs> <laughs> All right, three out of ten stars from Hot Toasty Rag Thirteen. Whoa, that's gross. Yeah, I'm telling you. Um, from December two thousand seventeen. That's like Spencer's gifts level gross. She says, <clears throat> they say, I don't know. There's a very specific group of people who shouldn't watch this movie, lest they be scarred forever. Channing Tatum fans. Yes, you'll be tempted to watch every movie he's ever made. You're right, Hot Whoa, Tasty Rag. Just for us. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll be excited to see him show off his acting chops in a drama, but trust me, I love him just as much as you do, and I'm terribly sorry to I have watched this movie. <laughs> Rooney Mara is the luckiest lady alive, but doesn't know it. She married Channing Tatum. <laughs> she's <laughs> acting, also. I don't know if she knows that. <laughs> but for reasons unknown to her or the audience, she's enormously depressed. Side effects is extremely upsetting to watch unless you dislike Channing Tatum, in which case you probably have bad taste and stand a chance at enjoying this movie. Well, I never said I had great taste. I'll say that. <laughs> I like a lot of movies that people don't like. But. That's, that's definitely true. I, uh, I haven't read these. <clears throat> it's been a couple weeks since we've been together, so I put these together a little bit ago. But I just think that's really funny that how cute this person is about how, her love for Chang Tatum, and I'd love to have him or her on the show. Yeah, if they want to come on the pet, maybe change their name. Uh, hot, hot Toasty Rag. You don't like Hot Toasty Rag 13? Not doing it for me. If it happens to be a Steve (laughs) or a Michelle, they can come on. But there's never been a good Steve. I mean, I Uncle Steve. There's never been a good Cody either. That you were like retweet if you have an Uncle Steve. I was like, fuck everyone. How does everyone just have an Uncle Steve? I thought that that one was going to go viral. To be honest with you, because everyone has an Uncle Steve. I have one. Haley has one. Oh, white guys. Oh, that's true. We're more likely to have. Uncle Steve's. Yeah. yeah. I knew a ton of people. Probably have a bunch of Uncle John's, too. I mean, John and Steve, probably. I got a Mike and a Steve. I have a Mike and a Steve, too. White people use the same names a lot. Uh, <laughs> and Chris. I have a Chris, too. All right. <clears throat> Four out of ten stars may cause drowsiness or boredom, says Gumperman16 from March of 2014. That was a Gumper. Uh, I don't know. Someone says man. It started out great, and I was very interested in the film. But when Channing Tatum left the film, so did the enjoyment of the movie. It turned into a rather bland film-going experience with unmemorable scenes and performances. So it seems like nobody really hated Channing Tatum in this one. I went all the way to four stars to get people to hate him, and nobody hated him. This movie's like... I would love if if it was non-COVID times and it was April. And like I wanted to go out, but I didn't want to get drunk. This would be the perfect movie for that. In terms of just, like, it's fine. I paid a ticket for it, went to the movies. Oh, uh, you're talking about going to see it in theaters. Yeah. I thought you meant just, like, <laughs> this is your favorite movie to watch at home when you could go get drunk and stuff. It's like, <laughs> no. okay, weird. But, like, 
I don't know. I'll, uh, I always have to defend it because people like give me a look like they're just like, oh, you go to the movies by yourself. <laughs> I love going to the movies by myself. Me too. It's the best. But this is like kind of like one of those Thursdays yeah. when I want to go out, but I don't. There's nothing else in theaters. There's not, that's why like April, April, yeah. January, there's usually not a lot. Have you ever successfully made it where no one else was in the theater but you? A couple times. Yeah. I saw Star is Born with two other people. Yikes. So I think at first man was also that. I saw oh. 1917 with very few people. But I mean like you're by yourself. I did see Napoleon Dynamite. But I don't think it counts because it was in Chillcoffee, Missouri uh. in like 2004, whenever that movie came out. And I was like, it was me and one other dude who bought a ticket the whole time right. the movie was in theaters. That's hilarious. There, so. Yeah, I, uh, I've i only successfully, because I've gone, gone to a bunch where there's like three <clears throat> or four people and I'm always annoyed when like two people walk in. I'm like, fuck, I almost had it all to myself. Why? I think it's fun to be by myself. You're showing this movie only for me. It's a, it's a oh. private showing, you know what I mean? And that's cool. But Safe House with Denzel Washington is the only film I've ever seen by myself in the theater. And uh, I, I don't remember anything about that movie except that I was by myself in a the theater. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about, like, I love the shared experience of, like, a horror movie yeah. in a movie theater. It's always great. But something about our particular movie theaters, we'll say, uh, I don't want to say them because they're a great establishment and they deserve whatever money. But, like, it attracts a certain type of old person. That laughs. Do you know what I'm talking about? At yeah. this, at our hipster movie theater, it's oh, just like yeah, yeah. there's parts in like Little Women that aren't funny, and like all of a sudden you get a 70 year old person who's just like guffawing openly, and it's like you're taking a lot of the joy away. Well, from that's me. why I, <clears throat> for a long time before I had kids, I would go see like Marvel movies and comic book movies at midnight because I know everybody's there at midnight. It's a great point. For the same fucking mm-hmm. reason. Everybody shut up. We're watching Exactly. This. We're here to watch this movie. Now, I'm with you. I think a shared horror movie experience in a theater is great, but it's usually not. Because every, there's always like dudes on a date that have to like prove to their gr- girlfriends oh that they're not. Oh my god, yes. That's did, did you see It with us? The first It? No. There was like 12 people there, so I didn't remember if you were there or not. But there was people behind us that would just like laugh and joke and like pretend like they weren't scared of the movie. It's like, the movie's yeah. not scary, but the point is to, to watch the fucking movie. And I hate that so much. I, that sucks. Uh, Us was, it's an okay movie, but it was yeah. a great group experience. Well, I sure. remember like, it was packed and yeah. everyone around us was great. The Witch was also a great horror movie. Didn't see that one. Dude. You. It was so hyped that I was worried that I was going to be let down. Have you, you haven't seen it? I haven't. I don't know if you'd like it. Like, that, I it, it follows... Baba Duke. I hate it. Follows and Baba Duke. Both of those movies, all three of those movies, came out with the same amount of a hype. And I saw it follows and was like, "This is fine." Baba Duke yes. was like, "Fine." Um, and then, then, so the, when the witch came out, I was like, "The same dudes that love those other two movies are talking up the witch." And I'm like, "I'll just whatever." Well, I'm the opposite, dude. I'm with I, only you. Like, I only like one out of three of those movies. Right. And I hate <laughs> Baba Duke has always been pitched to me as like. I, you know, I have my uh, mental problems that I'm pretty open about, I think. And people always pitch that movie, like, you'd love it, because it's like a metaphor. <laughs> I'm like, that's the hundred, that's why I hate it. Because I'm just like, this movie doesn't nail it at all for me. And uh, it's like, just kind of, I don't know, I just kind of rolled my eyes a lot. It's like, I, I mean, the, the monster's creepy, and that's fine, but like, you know. and, <clears> and It Follows was a cool idea. It and, Follows breaks its own rules like five times. Probably. When the movie's like, 
First of all, I hate it when movies do that. With like, here's the world and the universe and its rules. And I hate it even ten times more when the movie explains the rules to you. <laughs> They're like, this is what they are. And then it breaks them later in the movie. I'd have to watch it again to know that. I was in Omaha, Nebraska, and it, it was one of those movies where I was like, I'm working, I have nothing to do. Everybody's talking about this movie. I went to an indie theater in Omaha and watched it by myself. And I was really underwhelmed. Again, everyone's like, the music, though. The music's great. It's like, yeah, okay. I don't go it's to... It's just drony sense. Yeah, I don't see a movie for music. Also, Stranger Things music is fine. It's, yeah. It fits the... It, like, I bought the hype. Everybody was like, oh, it's so good. So I bought the fucking uh, soundtrack on cassette. I was like, oh, this is cool. And I listened to it. And I was like, I can't just listen to this around the house. Like, who's listening to fucking Stranger Things? It's also one song. No, I mean, it's a whole cassette tape. I know, but how is it just that song? Like, five different versions? Honestly, kind of. after about two minutes, I was like, oh, actually, I don't ever need to listen to this. It's a cool nostalgic thing to have, but I don't need to ever listen to it, so I took it out. So Stranger Things is my perfect example of, like, and Queen's Gambit now, too, kind of, even though I've said the opposite. But I'm <laughs> starting to change my tune a little bit on it. It's like, these are movies. They do not need oh, to maybe. be television shows. Stranger Things would be, it'd be, it's Super 8, and it's one of my favorite movies. Oh, yeah. I love it. I like Gambit would be a great movie. I like Stranger Things. Um, I haven't been disappointed with it yet, but I, I see what you're saying. It could, I, it could, it could make a trilogy rather than a, a bunch of shows. I get sure. it. Sure, you know, I get it. It's just like there's just a bunch of filler stuff I don't care about, and it's hard to get excited when they like, the sixth episode. They just uh, play D and D, and oh, <laughs> I they still don't find them. I'm just like I don't. Get, come on, let's go. Yeah, I I, I hear you. Queen, yeah, Queen's Gambit is now another one. Queen's Gambit I watched the first episode and liked, but then I've not been in the mood to watch any more of it. So I will watch it, but I don't know when. Well, she kind of just has the same problem for four episodes. Okay. Which is what a movie is, except it's 90 <laughs> minutes. And each episode's about 20 minutes long. Well, so how, how, many, how many episodes is Queen Gambit? I think it's five. And how many, how, how long are they? They vary, because Netflix is pretty cool, about oh, yeah. 30 minutes to 50 minutes. Usually. So, but like, the first season of Eastbound and Down is two hours. That could be a movie, you know what I mean? So I'm wondering if Queen's Gambit's the same way. Well, I just think there's more, there's obviously more money to be made. Sure. the television show. That's true. Days. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. that's why it kind of bums me out. Kenny Tatum! Yeah, welcome back to our Channing Tatum podcast. <laughs> what, uh, what, who do you think could play uh, Channing Tatum in this film? And do as good a job. You want me to go first? I can go first. Yeah, I'm go first. I said Taylor Kitsch. Why? Because he's an average white actor that is he could do. Who's Taylor Kitsch. Taylor Kitsch. He played Gambit in right. the X Men movies. Sorry, Friday Night Lights. He's in True Detective season three. He's pretty much <laughs> two. He's never done anything good outside of Friday Night Lights, no, which is weird. What you say? <laughs> <laughs> he's good in True Detective season two. Well, no, he's good in everything he does, but yeah. everything he does sucks. Like he's yeah. good in them, but like, he was in John Carter of Mars, which is like known as the number one flop of all time. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then he was he was Gambit in that shitty X Men movie, and he played a great Gambit, but that movie sucks. He was in that movie with uh, the dude that played Speed Racer. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember his name. And they're like these dudes in Mexico. They like they were selling drugs, and that movie sucks. Anyway, who what, what does the actor need to be to be good in this role? Kind of not smart, yeah, handsome. That's kind of it. If I were you, I'd choose John Hamm. I think this is a good John Hamm role. He's kind of too old for Rudy Mara. You, I don't think <clears throat> so. A dude that's like Rudy Mara looks like they say she's 25. And when they said that, I was like, you could have told me 22, 23. Like I think it makes the movie make more sense though. He's a rich stock dude. Right? It makes her more gross. I Gets think. out. Sure. But like, 
the yes, movie kind of paints that picture anyway, where, sure, like, yeah. she's mad she doesn't have any money, and that's the only reason she's mad he went to prison, basically, is what I got out of it. <clears throat> so if you make him, like, an older stock guy, more reason to kill him off, more reason for her to cheat on him with a hot psychiatrist. So I think someone like him would work. Yeah. I didn't or what about it. if it's uh, Andy from The Dick? Office? <laughs> Ed Helms. <laughs> Ed Helms. Or Andy Dick. We'd he both be right. great. Andy um, Dick, I don't think it works. <laughs> well, you should, what are you standing for? <laughs> you know, every crazy story about him is true. <laughs> I'm sure. I, There's I'm, so many weird stories about him whipping his dick out and like being drunk and on drugs and up for four days. You can't be canceled if you don't give a fuck, I guess. Like, he does. He seems like incredibly sad whenever you see him in interviews. I don't see him in interviews, I guess. I just don't think he's famous enough to be mm. canceled. That's probably true. He's great in Doers My Car. Um... All right, Channing Rankum. Um, I'll go through IMDb's list real quick. IMDb has Coach Carter as number one, 21 Jump Street number two. This movie, Side Effects, is the third highest ranking IMDb movie for Channing Tatum we've done so far. Pew Bennies is number four, and Bat and Sad is still number five. Happy to say both of those. I'm happy to say that IMDb's ranking of movies is meaningless to me. Sure. At this point, now knowing that Side Effects is the third one, <laughs> I'm just like, okay. I think people just... People, they're not... Like, Rotten Tomatoes is flawed. Yeah. So this is even more flawed. But I just think, in this aspect, it's definitely th- flawed. But I don't think this movie's hateable enough for people to give it a super low score, but not good enough for to give it a 9 or above. So a 7.1 is where it landed, and that makes sense to me. I would give it less myself. I'd probably give it a 6.5 if I were... But that's not that far off. Yeah, a D. It's bad? I thought it was okay. Yeah, but... Yeah, I mean, maybe... Then maybe 7.1 is where it needs to be. I don't know. Um, do you want me to go first? Oh, yeah, yeah. Do yours. I just kind of rattled mine off. I wrote them real quick before you got here. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had to do two. Yeah. And not thinking about the other movie that we're going to talk about. So, anyway. Uh, 21 Jump Street. She's the Bad. Side Effects. The Vow. Magic Mike. Oh, you got side effects in there, huh? I guess. Yeah. It's recency bias. I'll just admit it. That It, it would have made... My top ten, I think. Well, yeah, there's only... Well, shit, we're like at 20-something. I know. Well, I would make... Yeah, I'd make the middle. Yeah, I think so. Mine is uh, 21 Jump Street, number one. The Vow, number two. She's the Man, number three. Step Up to the Streets, number four. And A Guide to Recognizing the Saints, number five. It did not change from last week. It came back. You say that every time, and it's always there. <laughs> <laughs> Swear to God, you cooked, kicked it out one week. I don't believe so. Um, but that's it. That's our podcast. I want to say thank you to The View of Life. Uh, would follow me on uh, Twitter at CodeBro. Uh, you're, you're barely sitting in the chair. Yeah. <laughs> You've just been slowly melting out of the chair. <laughs> you're sitting on the floor right now. I like sitting on the floor sometimes. Okay. Anyway. Uh, I want to say thank you to Stefan for the Plex server. Even that we just didn't use this week. I had to pay for this one and the one next week, which is even worse. Oh, really? Um, I didn't. Yeah, because I talked to him and he put everything back on oh, yesterday. <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, Fanning Tatum on Instagram. If you want to follow. Fanning Tatum Pod. Yeah. Uh, your code bro on Twitter. Said that. I'm Clayton Missler on Twitter. <laughs> Clayton Missler on the gram. Yeah, if you want to... Clayton t- Missler Venmo, if you just want to send me a couple bucks. Oh, yeah. Send some money. Um, hit us up. Uh, message us on, on Fanning Tatum if you want to talk about any of this bullshit that we're doing. It's just for fun. We're just having fun. Next week, um, G.I. Joe. Retaliation. Retaliation. Yeah. They're retaliating. Uh, the events of the first movie. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It's great. Kinda. All right. Bye.